Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. Two American college students on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exists. We watched the 1981 werewolf classic, An American Werewolf in London, folks, and man, I love this movie. I love this movie, too, but this movie is actually all about how David is a terrible friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we'll get into that, because David is kind of a terrible friend. He's a dick. But but Jack's not the greatest guy either, so... I, no. I disagree wholeheartedly, right, well, but we will discuss... Let's get into the freaking movie. Then. Okay, right off the bat, John Landis, amazing. He's yes. an amazing director. I love him. Yes. And the, one of the best things that start off with this whole movie is the music, because the music is his own character in this film. Oh, yeah. Well, everything had Definitely. to be werewolf. Every, yeah. every, every song title had moon in, and in moon, the title. Yeah, and it, it was it's such a great way to work with the comedy. Because the song doesn't match what's happening 90% of the time. <laughs> like when he goes you know, through it, that yeah. transformation it and it's all this like lighthearted too. And I just love it. It doesn't, doesn't. The fact that it kind of doesn't really gets to that point that, that adds the comedic layer to it. And I think John Landis is known for that. There's so many movies that he's done. And the thing I love about John Landis and guys back then, this was back in the era where it was just you showed up and then they let you be the director. Because it's literally like he was in Europe tooling around. I think he worked on a Clint Eastwood movie called Kelly's Heroes. It was a war movie. And then was just kind of tooling around and just started doing stuff. And then he had known Rick Baker for a long time. And they had talked about doing this movie forever. And they finally got it off the ground and they got it together. And that's one of the greatest transformation scenes that I in my book. It's, yeah. it's definitely top five for me. Okay, so I have a question. I know back then, because I read a little bit of the trivia stuff on it, that they didn't intend it to be a comedy. But I think now you could see more of the comedy that they really didn't intend. Well, John so I, Landis was always a kind of a comedic person because he came up with the National Lampoon crowd, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, he directed yeah. Animal yeah. House. For yeah, he sakes. did Animal I mean, House. So I think so that's just his style. I think it's, it is his tone. I think, I think if you look at a movie like Animal House and you'll definitely see like it's a comedy and he's going for that comedy. But it's such like there's a mix of like dry humor in Animal House and then just slapstick and then just everything else. Like there's just layers of comedy in there. So I think that kind of with Angie saying, you know, the, the tone that he has is like there's going to be some comedic value in there no matter what type of movie it is. I mean, the guy directed yeah. fucking Thriller for Michael Jackson as yeah. well. So yeah. I mean, and there's little bits of comedic and there, elements in there as well. There's so. also a shit ton of dry British comedy in this film. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of dry wit and a lot of like little sly sayings that you don't catch right away because they sound so pleasant rolling off that British accent. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's yeah. still too heavy. I love this movie. This movie, this, let's start off with the friends. I love these two characters. They're the perfect two guys traveling through backpacking or whatever through Europe together. Stick to the moors, boys. Stick to the moors. Or no, keep off the moors. It's keep off the no, moors. No, no, stick, stick to the road. Keep off the I wrote it down. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was a truck driver. Like, shit, did I say stick to or did I tell him to, to stay away? Oh, fuck. So, Saul, which friend are you? Are you the having a good time friend or are you the not having a good time friend on this trip? I don't know because I can see myself in both of their shoes. But first off, I got to say this is I never found 
backpacking again across a country appealing asshole. <laughs> I know that that was my thing too. I'm like, was this like a 70s and 80s thing? It must to have where, been. Because like, I remember seeing those movies when I was a kid too. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to take a year off of school. We're going to go backpacking through Europe. And I'm like, who does that shit? Isn't this the foundation for Hostel? Isn't that how I it think starts? So, like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I always wanted to do it as a kid growing up in Iowa because I mean, what, what did I, else did I have to look for? I always wanted to go backpacking through Europe until I found out it was basically just you're homeless for a month. Yeah, I was like, that's what it is. It sounds cool (laughs) until you're like, wait, you got to stay. Like, even the concept of a hostel to me, I'm like, wait, people pay for this? Yeah. No, no. thank you. I mean, I get your. So basically, you're just a step above homeless. Like, it's like you're staying at a homeless shelter. Like, I'm I'm paying to stay at a homeless shelter where I got to shower and bathe and whatever in front of all these other dudes. So I'm basically, I'm paying to be in prison for a night. Pretty much. Well, yeah. To me, I just see it as backpacking as you're a cleaner hobo. Because that's what hobos do. They travel across the United States on train cars just for that. So <laughs> I don't think me, they use oh, yeah, the train car they've... system so much. Well, they used hey, to. They, that's, but, what, okay. that's how hobos that's but, how hobos But to Sal's credit, they are traveling in the back of a, 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 a sheep pen, basically. They are. Yes. They so are. it's like, goodbye, girls. <laughs> no, they're just two guys out for a European sex venture for, they uh, are. for a month or so. And yeah. they're, they're, they're two classic American dudes talking about vagina and Debbie food. Klein. Yeah. And Debbie Klein's poor personality, but great body, apparently. And they're yeah. just on Mediocre their way. Mediocre personality. Yeah, they're just on their way through the, the northern part of England for some reason. And I was just yeah. like, what are you seeing? Like, you're up there backpacking. Well, they were what going, the fuck are you looking for? They looking were going at? To, towards Italy, I think. And I don't know, fucking I, European geography. <laughs> no. Well, I, Italy's no a long clue. way off from English. But I, <laughs> I know they were going to Italy, and I know that it's, uh, yeah. So, so if you're think, heading south, right? Because you got to head south. No, yeah. I don't know. So where, why are they in northern England? You, I just have so it, many questions about is, who planned their backpack, A, their backpacking the only, trip. <laughs> it was Jack, that's why. He was the only thing I can think of is that's all they could afford because they probably have like a really shitty tiny airport mm. in northern England. Maybe. And that's the only thing they could afford. They're like, okay, if we fly here, we can walk or ha- backpack or hitchhike or whatever yeah, you need the rest of the way. No, they, yeah, that, they could have flown from somewhere else. I'm a classic that's, Jack, that's though. Who knows? I'm classic Jack. I'm just like, nope, you planned this stupid-ass trip. This Everything is your fault. I don't know. Jack was still having fun, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. He was having fun. No, even after uh, Life After Death, Jack was still having <laughs> no, fun. No, he was bored, okay? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Except when he went to go see David. Yeah. All right, we'll get into that. But yes, like, but they right, end so, up walking through to the slaughtered land. Lamb. I love the slaughtered lamb. Oh, I know. I love how Jack is like, where's the lamb? Because <laughs> it's yeah. the wolf that's on the Well, it's the been picture, slaughtered, Jack. Apparently. <laughs> the thing that I found funny once they got into the bar, and I noticed this with, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when they made out the point that they said, oh, it's a five-pointed star, I started thinking to myself, aren't all stars five points? Well, no, there's a six-pointed star, which is the... Yeah. The Jewish star. Yeah. The star of David. Yeah. If you think about it, every star that you see normally has the five stars. So I don't know, or the five points, I should say. Oh, I think the fact... I think the fact that it looked like it was uh, written in blood and there were candles yeah. it was more of the, the oh, five-star thing I than love, the actual star. I called this uh, spirit-style 
uh, Halloween decorations. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that five-pointed yeah. star it and was, those dripping candles came yeah. from a spirit outlet was, uh, store. Yeah. <laughs> from the 80s? That's... Yes. No, okay, all right. So you walk in and everyone stops and stares at you and it's like, oh. okay, uh, may we come in? It's cool. Holy shit, is that Drop Dead Fred? Uh, it is Drop Dead Fred. What the fuck? Did you see Drop Dead Fred? <laughs> I was making it a point not to bring that up because Tim was like, they need to bring that up. Like, no, I'm not bringing up an actor from a shitty movie. No. It's an amazing movie. So. I did, no, I did not like Drop Dead Fred, but we're not talking about Drop Dead Fred. We're Bambi, talking about this. Bambi. Okay, anyway. I, know, I, want, I wanted all the other... Uh, Imaginary friends in the bar, the slaughtered lamb, because that's where you go. That's where she. That's where Drop Dead Friend went after. You yeah, know, the slaughtered he went lamb. Away. He went yeah. away. And he's like, he I'm just gonna drink. To. I'm just gonna <laughs> drink. He to. He was a terrible imaginary. Saul, you're being a mega bitch. <laughs> the mega bitch. Right. Anyway, oh, my okay. favorite. Okay. My Let's favorite part of the slaughtered lamb was the bartender slash pub owner. I don't. I assume she owned the place since she was. She was the female equivalent of the bartender from Silver Bullet. Yes. Like she needed the peacemaker, but except she knew yeah. where the werewolves mm, were. Like, yeah, I loved her. Like, cool your thermostats. She boys. was very she was very stern and very but like motherly. We don't have coffee. You can't have coffee, but I guess I can make you some tea. But at the same time she was like, You can't let them go. Like you can't just well, leave yeah, them out there like, to their own. She was like, This isn't a restaurant. I'm not gonna make you guys anything, but I don't want you to get eaten by werewolves. Either, so. <laughs> So she was a hardened bartender with a good heart. Heart is what of gold. <laughs> yeah. But I love her. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> All I can think of when you said remember the Alamo is because my three year old is big on Pee Wee right now. I like it because it's a big adventure. Yeah. That's the all Alamo. The, I always think of like, where's the basement? Yeah, <laughs> so they get creeped out by everybody at this fucking weird place as Jack describes the slaughter slam. <laughs> Okay, okay. Here's where I differ from you, I think, on the Jack versus David thing. Because Jack was the one that's like, ask him about it, ask him about it, ask him about it. Until he finally asks about it. And the fact that he asks about it leads them to where they end up. So this is all Jack's fault. Because even Dave was like, no, let's just not. Because already, okay, and this is just stupid white people that come into fucking. Because no. already I'd have been like, all right, they didn't want us here, and now they're telling us racist American jokes. Racist American so, jokes. <laughs> yes, Mexican jokes. Uh, right off the cuff. Let's not ask. Like, that was the first thing. Let's not ask about the pentagram <laughs> in blood on the on the wall. It okay? went from, who the fuck are you guys dead stare, to let me tell you? you this joke about a Mexican. About Steve, too <laughs> I'm like, that was quite a turnaround. And then right back to who the fuck are you? And Jack's like, what's that star about? You need to leave. I love in that scene how you can tell that these people have been used to each other for so long that the guy jumped at the chance to tell them that joke and everybody just rolled their eyes like, oh, no. We've oh, yeah. If you haven't well, seen Dairy Girls, I was like, look, it's Uncle Colum. Uh, <laughs> He's yeah. always got a story. <laughs> You made me miss. <laughs> you yeah, made me so, miss the board. Yeah, the the dart player uh, is David Schofield, who has been in Doctor Who, Gladiator, and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's actually been done stuff. So him and oh. Drop Dead Fred have gone on to do other things. Yes, greater things. Greater. They got banished. <sighs> but then they leave the you slaughtered think, lamb. Was Drop after- Dead Fred ever in Doctor Who? I gotta look that up now. I don't. He might have been in the early. Okay, ones. but I do. <laughs> but I do have to say, uh, I don't think they say his name. But the David Schofield dartboard player, right? 
That guy's mm-hmm. a real flip-flopper in this whole fucking thing. He feels bad. Because he's like, you need to go. You made me miss my darts. And he's like, we can't let them leave. And then well, he's like, well, what's done is done. He realizes, he's like, then it's murder. He's like, fuck, it's murder. I no just one, realized this. No one wanted them here. <laughs> like, oops. See, I really think that half of humanity is just saying things out loud that they've just realized. <laughs> Like, Unless it's time to act. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it, that might be murder. Shit, that's murder, guys. Fuck, we gotta yeah, do no, something. Yeah, because they were even like, stay off the moors. Yes. Beware, Stick to the roads. Beware the moon. It's, they basically told them there were werewolves out there. Enough to where yeah. we feel fine sending them out. We basically said, you know, beware the moon, stay off the moors. That's code to werewolfism, right? Everyone knows Especially, that. Especially, okay. Yeah. So is this like every 80s town just had a werewolf that they had to keep under wraps? <laughs> like, this, is like, this is what movies have led Standard me to believe. Standard like, 80s werewolf. It's just that we're in <laughs> England now. Yeah. We're, we're in East Proctor instead of uh, wherever the fuck they were in Silver I Bullet. I put that with the, when he the, comes back and talks about the werewolf curse. I was like, oh, so Stan Standard werewolf hive mind. Yes. Okay. Yep. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically it. And I call I call shenanigans with that because we've always been more into Halloween and occult stuff than our English counterparts. And so I feel like Americans would come in and be like, "That's that's highly suspect." We should, you know, there's probably some occult shit with a star, and we should ask around. <laughs> this, this, was the, this was the 80s, though. Andy, but even so. still, the, if D&D was giant in the 80s, they knew know. about werewolves. Um, <laughs> David and Jack were both talking about having sex with girls. This is true. This is D&D. true. This is true. Yeah. They weren't backpacking through your Well, they were talking about wanting hey, to have sex with no, girls. We was, didn't know that hey, they hey, had sex okay, with girls. Okay, Jack said, I can't wait to get Debbie Klein in Italy. And he's like, there's going to be a million girls in this trip. Mm, that's so true. David was like, you're selling yourself short, And buddy. again, David is like, there's going to be a million girls in this trip, but let's walk through the cold-ass northern English countryside where we have to be close. Well, where the fuck <laughs> else are you going to get bitten by werewolf, huh? Yes. Yeah. No werewolves exactly. in London until he gets there. Mm. Yeah. I love that they're just walking and they're like you, you they're just talking about shit or whatever, then you hear that howl and it's like, was that a fucking werewolf? I know. <laughs> like, I love I, how they try to explain it. He's like, it's a coyote. <laughs> like, there's no I know coyote. like there's no coyotes in northern England. I'm like, I don't <laughs> know if there <laughs> is, but I know that doesn't sound like a fucking coyote either way. And to me, especially after this movie, if I'm somewhere late at night in Europe and I hear a weird howl, I'm like, that's a fucking werewolf. They exist. <laughs> like, I, I, have seen, I have seen too many movies that involve werewolves where it's been in Europe. Especially after somebody's like, beware the moon. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> beware <laughs> of the moons. Stay off the moors. I'm like, Stick werewolf. to the road. Oh, so werewolf. Okay. How did you get that? Mm-hmm. I love that when the werewolf starts attacking Jack... David runs away and oh, comes wrote, back yeah. as yeah. an afterthought for I wrote, Jack. <laughs> I wrote down, I'll get away while the werewolf is feasting on Jack. <laughs> and then he's like, Jack. See, he said it out loud because he remembered like, his fucking oh, friend shit. was back there. He's like, oh shit. See, 90% like, of humanity no, okay. is just realizing See? shit out loud. Okay, okay. So <laughs> David was so scared that he started running because instinctually you're like, fuck, I gotta yep. run. Like the fucking werewolf. Fight or flight. And then he was like, Jack. He's like, wait, shit. Jack's there. <laughs> See, if he was rational, he'd have been like, wait, Jack. And then we're like, nope, he's done. He's I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Fuck it. Yep. Uh, and then the townspeople save David, but poor Jack has already been. Okay. He got mauled. He got he mauled. Got okay. That throat got ripped out, it looked like. Here's what I wrote down about this, right? And here's what I, like, the whole fucking thing hinges on their their whole, like, we don't want anyone to know about the werewolf. Like they, yeah, they have a it's line our where it's business. Like, it's, yeah. they don't, we want the whole world to know our business and this and that, right? So it's like, 
We didn't anyone. We didn't want anyone to know our business. But you waited until old fucking Henry killed some American tourists out in the moors before you yeah. decide to put him down finally. Right? It's like, like, who the fuck else did this guy kill and how many years? Because like, he was an old dude, too. Like He, he was, was at least in his like 60s or something. He was. He was a yeah. naked, bald man running around. And I, I know, like, y'all couldn't have tied him up beforehand? Know, like, 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 what like are you doing? This whole town, I don't know why I nicknamed him Old Henry, but the whole mm. town is just covering for Old Henry's ass. They're just eating people. Like, how many yeah. people has he eaten? And it's either he's eating these town people... Or he's eating the random backpackers that go through. Or maybe they feed him dogs or chickens. We don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of lamb. That's what it is. That's, a lot that's of lamb. Yeah. Slaughtered lamb. They slaughter the lambs for there's, the werewolves. There's no kitchen staff because they're all slaughtering lambs for old Henry. Mm. They aren't fast yep. enough. And then the next thing we know, David wakes up in London. Which, okay, what was funny? Here's here's the funny thing to me. When we saw the credits rolling and they started listing the people that were in it, I saw Frank Oz's name in it. Yes, he plays so, the ambassador guy. I wanted yes. I wanted Frank Oz. I wanted there to be outtakes where Frank Oz was doing like all of the different voices. Like, yeah. hello, David. <laughs> Who did you? Here's US, my question. U.S. Embassy. I am. <laughs> here's here's my question for you guys. Who did you hear when he was yelling at David? That sounded to me like was it Bert or yeah, I think Bert to me the most or Grover okay. maybe. Kim said it sounded like Bert. She could only hear her. She could only hear him. The only person I could hear. Was Fozzie Bear? Hmm. Mm, I could hear. Yeah, like they're pretty similar. I could see both of those. I uh, so, like, as soon as I realized, I'm like, okay, wait a minute, that's Frank Oz. And as soon as I heard him talk, all I can hear was Fozzie. So all I was hearing was Fozzie yelling at David, even though it was Frank Oz. I'm like, see, no, no, if no, he would have thrown in a, a waka waka waka, then yeah. I would have been totally on Well, see, yeah, I was yeah, Grover. I heard Bert. And <laughs> I heard Grover. But did you see who the nurse was? Saw. Yes. Okay. Where have you? Jim- Kim told me after the fact who she was and when oh, she... Oh, you didn't know? Right off the bat, I did not know. But I knew Angie she looked familiar. Know. No, Angie I don't. Nobody was, tells me she things. Was, she was in the <laughs> Avengers. Was she? Yeah. She was... Uh, do you remember the in Council Winter Woman. Soldier, the councilwoman that uh, Black Widow pretends to be with the face oh, thing? That's yeah. her. Okay. But she was also somebody else. She was the foster was, mom yeah, in, Child's in Child's Play, Play 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Child's Play 2 is my favorite yeah. chance player. That if we go back to that embassy guy, that character was, I was like, okay, this is a straight humor at this point. Yeah. And I, I think that with uh, John Landis, is he was trying, I do think he was trying to make a comedy, but it was just not an American comedy. <laughs> I think he was going for a straight British comedy. Because that Mr. Collins character, he's like, there's no reason for hysterics. This I know fucking, your friend just I know, died. I basically hear like Bert, like these fucking kids. I know. <laughs> I was like, this, this is just pure comedy. There's nothing even yeah. horror to esque to that gentleman. Well, see, okay, but I think the thing that about that is like you had Rick Baker do this stuff. Yeah. And I read in the trivia stuff that when they were doing a remaster for Blu-ray, that John Landis was like, "Wow, I never realized how gory this actually is." Like, oh yeah. Yeah. So I think it with is. the combined for those two, like you get what you get with American Werewolf. And I think that's what makes it so good. I think that the, the title of it is perfect for what it is because it's American gore mixed yeah. with British comedy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I love that. that I dig like a, it. So that whole opening hospital scene, basically for David to be like, it was a werewolf. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't a lunatic. It was a werewolf. 
And then enter good cop, dumb cop is what I call I know. them. There was, I, I really like, <laughs> because because you can never tell which one is dumb and which one is the good one because uh, they go back and forth. <laughs> Until the end. Until the end, yes. Good I cop, just, dumb cop. I, I just wrote down there's a weird buddy cop dynamic where they're constantly at ends with each other. Um, but I think the, the younger guy was the dumb one always. Cause the, the, well, he, at the end, he was, well, okay, even okay. when they questioned David, he's like, well, that does make sense. Two two strong kids would be able to protect themselves from an old lunatic like he gets yeah. the the common know, sense man. part of it but See, he's no, bumbling idiot but i like, think but i think that's his um uh, just being naive about being a cop because i think that's why the other cop gave him that look like what are you stupid well like, see i think that cop's the stupid <laughs> cop because he's going along with the thing and it's showing how they don't know the truth okay. but they're assuming it's the truth because right. he's going along with what the other town said let me play werewolf's advocate <laughs> <laughs> You're a cop, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, you get some guy that got beat up and, you know, His he's friend mauled to death, yeah. He's in a hospital and he was in a coma for a fucking week and he wakes up saying- Two weeks. They said three weeks. Was it three weeks? Yeah, ago? they said it was three it was weeks. Two. All right, well, fine. It was, all, yeah, it was yeah, a couple it was, weeks. Anyway. We'll say it was, it, a couple it was weeks. three because by the time he gets out, I think it was about to be another full moon. Yeah, they the had already yeah. buried so, yeah. okay. Jack. Like, it's been so, a while. Yeah. So it's been three weeks and the kid wakes up and he's like, it wasn't a lunatic, it was a werewolf. Now, you're not going to believe that in real life. So, no. He's not being the dumb cop. I'm not saying that he's being the dumb cop, but he's like, you don't want, like, he doesn't want to inspect it any further. That's my point, is he wants it to be wrapped up nice and tight. He's like, no, we're not going to look at anything else, even no matter what you say. Okay, well, that's a huge conspiracy to be like some shit town in northern England is conspiring to conceal werewolves. Is it? Apparently, in the 80s, every town had their own werewolves that they had to conceal. So, apparently, it wasn't that far off. Yeah. <laughs> like God damn it, he got out again. So next time, just do like I, I do werewolves. love. I love. Was it werewolves? Was it werewolves? I if love I ever wake up from a coma, I want you to just yell out, "Is it werewolves?" Okay. If I don't remember what that's from, put me back in. <laughs> <laughs> I love the when he's when the doctor is talking to good cop, dumb cop. And he's yelling at the phone. He's like, "No more calls. Tell him I'm dead." I know that was no. That was definitely that was definitely one of the comedic moments. Yeah. He's like, "I'd rather hang out with David Matheson." Like, Doctor David Matheson's on the phone. Like, tell that guy I'm dead. Yes, it's definitely because he's like, "Tell him I died from an old war injury or something." Like, I don't care. <laughs> tell him I died. Fuck that guy. Fuck that I don't want to deal with these people. So David sets about to tell everybody that there's werewolves, and the doctor's like, "David, David, if there was a monster running around, we'd have seen it on the telly." Surely it would have been on the news, David. We would have seen it by now. Enter the most ridiculous werewolf dreams that David has. Yeah, <laughs> those were werewolf dreams. Those were those were that, that was like werewolf porn, basically. There like, were some of them, yeah. Running some of them, through, running naked through the a forest. naked. Yes, I find it. I always find a deer. I love how they got that perfect, like athletic, like jumping shot of <sighs> him, like all naked, and, like jumping through the the moors. <laughs> So gracefully stalking his prey. I love that the werewolf Nazis came and destroyed the American dream. Because that's yeah. basically what happened. Whoa, that's they knocked on the, They knock on the door. They set everything on fire. Yep. And then uh, it's it's literally like it's such imagery of them destroying the American dream. Like it's just David sitting there doing his thing. His brother and sister playing on the floor. Mom and dad are doing their thing no, in the No, his 80s. mom was a drunk. I know, she's like, I'm in the kitchen. She's like, get the door. <laughs> she has a weird, like, get the door. <laughs> All right, the thing that got me it. with that was I would have been pissed answering that door. Like, you hear us coming and you're still 
pounding on the damn door and be like, you know what? I'm not answering the door. I, now. I would be pissed too if there were werewolf Nazis knocking on my door. <laughs> the fuck out of here, Trying to watch the Muppet Nazis. Show. Yeah. Not in this America. The uh, the werewolf that slits David's throat is actually Rick Baker. Is it? Yeah, he hmm. did that part himself. Fun. Yeah. But See, then we find out it was a double dream. Oh, double dream. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, we skipped a part where I want to talk about where um, the nurse comes in. And she's like, Alex, you haven't eaten your lunch or whatever. Or no, Alex is the nurse. She comes in and is like, David, you haven't eaten your lunch. And there's that whole scene where she's like, I'm just going to have to feed you that. Oh, sexy nurse feeding yes, time. Yeah. I was like, I wrote down, I'm like, American nurse porn. Yeah. Like, this is basically, so he was like, well, if you're going to feed me, you can call me David. How many people you think got off at that part? I mean, without any nudity or anything, just the whole setup of the nurse feeding him. In the 80s? Yeah, in like, the 80s. I don't know. Well, that it. So this in the 80s was like, I bet they shot, they shot a porno at the same time. <laughs> it was the people like us. Which we oh, were we right will, this time. Yes, we will talk about that weird porn later. <laughs> we, we were right this time. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs> Yes, if, the yeah, standard wrote, werewolf hive mythology. <laughs> That's my note. <laughs> oh, I wrote down American nurse porn and then quote, I've already seen your penis. <laughs> she didn't. The other oh, nurse is dead. Hey, well, the other, she's <laughs> like, well, if everyone else is doing it, why shouldn't I? Wait, hold on. Hold on. That's a point that I wanted to make back to one of the things that called uh, Paul said on. Remember when we did uh, the burning? Yeah. How nurses are going to talk to each other and they're the. Apparently, they're yeah. even yeah. in the movie. Well, he was there. The, th- for three weeks, he yeah. He was there for three weeks. They had to clean him, you know, a couple times at least, change his, his diaper or whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, and uncircumcised. You got to clean out that area. No, 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 <laughs> so. no. He was circumcised in the movie. The actor is not yeah. circumcised. Well, yeah. Okay. So he, he <laughs> the character is uncircumcised. The character is uncircumcised? Yes, because there's a whole joke about him being Jewish. He was like, oh, because yeah. I saw it. And that's why she was like... That's why Nurse Alex was like, it's becoming a standard in you know the world now to be to circumcised. be circumcised. So I yes. assumed he was yeah, circumcised. Choppy, choppy. Yeah. Well, okay. But the the because thing about the the thing about the trivia is the actor David Naughton yes is not circumcised, and that's why they had to be very careful when they shot his naked scenes because of the whole joke about he's Jewish. Oh. They made it a point not to show his peepee full on. And wasn't it like you see his dick like once anyway? And then yeah. after we get a double dream, Jack shows up for the first time. <laughs> David's response is, "Get the fuck out of here, Jack." <laughs> no, I love it. Okay, here's my thing about here's my thing about Jack's story, right? Because he goes through this whole thing. He's like, everyone went to my funeral, and he's like, Debbie Klein cried all the way to Mark Levine's bed. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, did you stalk Debbie Klein? He might to, have. Like, were you just hoping to like see he her did. naked that day? Like, you followed her home from your fucking funeral and was like, "What's up?" Only to have. Mark Levine yep. seduce her and bang her. So like, did you have to watch them have sex? And that's where the you whole... You don't have to watch them. No, I mean, you could no, leave, right? No, he, but <laughs> he, what, what's his alternative? He talks to a corpse, like he said. It's boring. I guess. So he watches them have sex, and that's why his whole line, um, even in death, life mocks me. Mm. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Have you ever talked to a corpse? Yeah. It's boring. <laughs> and then so more. Hard. And then basically he's like, David, you're a werewolf. Beware of the moon. That's mm-hmm. what it meant. Oh, my God. I love when Jack comes back because it's just like it's just you got to kill yourself, basically. And then, okay. You're a werewolf. And this leads the me. Curse. Yeah, this leads me to Alex's weird um, just I, don't know, I call it a, the, Amer- the American fetish that she has. Right. Yeah. Alex is the nurse. Yes. Because right? okay. he yells for her to get 
to get Jack to leave, right? Mm-hmm. She walks in and he just starts making out with her. No, this is what I wrote. I'm a werewolf. Yeah, and I just saw my dead friend. Oh, do you want to come live with me? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Alex that's comes what in, happens. They make out, and he's like, I'm a werewolf. And he's like, Do you want to stay with me? You want to you want to come live with me at my house? You got anywhere? No, because I thought or? it was funny because in the very next scene when she when they're going to the grocery store on the way to her place or whatever. And it's like they're ringing all that stuff. And he's like, man, it's expensive. How do you live? And she goes, carefully. And I'm like, no, not that fucking okay. careful if you're inviting random American men. No, she has a line where I was like, with you. what? I find you very attractive and a little bit I sad. Find you, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you have issues. You sweetheart. have classic. Oh, I can honey. fix you. Oh, honey, <laughs> issues. No. Oh, honey, sweetie, no. <laughs> and then they get to her apartment and they just apparently neck pretty hardcore in the shower. And then fuck. They hug. Do they fuck? Because okay, they hug in the shower. I was, was I was okay. So this is what I wrote. They neck very hard in the shower. They then fuck, and then he goes down. No, okay. Is this an English custom? I don't don't believe that they (laughs) fucked then because I don't think he would go down there after they fucked. Maybe it's an English thing. You don't know. English thing or not, baby? No way. (laughs) That is an appetizer. That that is not a dessert. (laughs) Well, I appreciate. I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. All the fellow vaginas because, in the world okay, appreciate it because, as the yeah, she, uh, her American fetish, she had movie posters on the wall. She, she did. Had Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse everywhere. everywhere. So it's like she is a, a, an American boner, basically. Hmm? And yeah. she can fix this broken American man with a circumcised penis. She also says after, after they have sex, I'm between feeling very sorry for you and finding you incredibly attractive. I know. I think. What uh, is wrong with you? you? I wrote down that sorry equals horny for Alex. Apparently, she didn't know the difference. Apparently, there was, feeling there sorry was a for lot somebody. Of, there was. I don't know if they ever had sex, but he went down on her. There was heavy <laughs> petting and belly button kissing. A lot sure. of necking going on. And then well, she, she did. Gets, oh, okay. uh, but anyways, the one thing I was going to bring up is she did mention how many dudes she had been with. She does tell him like right you know, away. That's kind of a weird thing. Like. <laughs> Three of them have been one night stands, and I want you to live with me. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that's a lot what? for me. Yeah. But and, then again, you know. And also, he, he you're was, a little bit sad. I know. He, and his plan was backpacking, so it's like <laughs> hostel or stay with this crazy chick for a while. Uh, I'm okay. Fuck this hostel. Oh, yeah. But then Jack finds him there. Jack, yeah. Jack's back too. Jack's back too. Then he basically he tells him the full moon's coming, kill yourself. You know, Jack gets a stuff. peek, though. Jack, Jack takes a peek. peek. He's like a He's nurse. Like, a nurse. <laughs> nice. He's like noise. Noise. <laughs> I loved how they had him decay more. Yes, I did yeah. too. That they is, had him a little greeny. That has always yeah. been my favorite thing about this movie. I'm like, yes, that I just love that so much. This is the awesome display of Rick Baker's work in like the various stages of decay. Mm, going along with that, um, while we're talking about practical film stuff. I love how John Landis uses a practical break of the fourth wall throughout this movie. Like, there's so many times where the characters look straight at the camera, but it's to look at something else. So he, yeah. he purposely breaks the fourth wall, but he does it as part of the movie. And I think it adds to, like, the creepiness of it, too, because it's kind of like, okay, they haven't broke the fourth wall. Like, wait, why is he looking at me? Okay, yeah. what's that now? It just, it just feels weird when it's like you're watching that and it goes to, like, stare at you. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if in Ferris Bueller, like he just didn't talk to the camera, yeah. he just looked at you. Like it'd be, you know, creepy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that movie now just to make it look creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so okay, so Alex comes back, all right, in the middle of the night after yeah. David's talking to Jack, and I wrote down like, 
in real life, this is the part where Alex would have getting taken advantage of. Because it's like, she walks in, it's like, I heard voices. He's like, oh, well, Jack was here. Oh, no, what what's going on now? Like, well, Jack said he needs a check for, he needs a, <laughs> he needs a cashier's check for $10,000. Otherwise, he can't get out of limbo. And, you know, I'm in a tight spot. So you yeah. think you can help me out here? Like This is an Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> is. episode is. that happened. <laughs> and then they left the next day. I... Uh, oh, he calls him a walking meatloaf, and that's very important. I want to yeah. point that yes, out. Yes, the walking meatloaf. He says, I'm not taking advice from a walking meatloaf or yep. something like that. And then it just cuts to the doctor is now on the hunt for the yeah, werewolf Yeah, he goes, to, he goes to investigate. He's going to go on a day trip down to East Proctor for a pint of Guinness at the old slaughtered lamb. Why the hell not? I love how he walks in. He's like, oh, you know, weeks back, that massive mauling <laughs> that happened, you know. He should have. He should have just fucking... Said like, oh, that nasty business a few weeks ago, and like, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you know, where that werewolf ate that guy on the <laughs> moors? Werewolf ate the guy. Scrooge is fucking throwing him. I know. Out. Yeah, we're just throwing him off. And like, oh, he knows. He's cool. And like, yeah, fucking old Henry. We had to put him down finally. <laughs> ate my daughter. He did. And like, I wonder why Not that, that the other guy was just like, why are those two guys during the day? Does that guy just play darts? I know, and then when he when he goes leave, the the bartender's like, "Are you off?" Then he's like, "I'll be back in a minute." And I'm like, it's "Like the well, he says I'm like, going to check on the dogs." Yeah, but the fact that he's leaving and she's like, "Oh, you're leaving," and the, and the fact <laughs> that he's like, oh, "But I'll be back in a minute." Like, don't worry. What job do you get that you can just hang out at the pub all day? Because I need that job. He slaughters lambs. He slaughters the lambs yeah. for, for the werewolf. For a werewolf who's yeah. dead now, so he's out of a Henry. job. So that's why she was wondering where you like, Where the fuck are you going? We killed Henry. You gonna know lambs to slaughter? Mm-hmm. 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 But the doctor goes to try to crack this case open, and then one of the town's guys, who, what was That's his name? That's the flip-flopper. The David, flip-flopper. Well, I don't know his name in the show. Or the well, movie. I meant his David name. Schofield. Yeah, David Schofield gets a little bit of a a flip-flopper backstory to him. But I think it, it's reasonable, because he's like, it was a mistake to let him leave. Like, we yeah. should have just like, killed oops. him. Like... Yeah, because when, you know, in the next two days when you hear from, you know, London London, that all these murders. Yeah. The porn theater. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine so, the fucking uh, evangelicals being like, you see, porn brings werewolves. Porn brings werewolves. <laughs> you just find Jesus. <laughs> if you find Jesus and no werewolves in Correlation the does not equal causation. <laughs> or is it causation the, does not equal Jesus correlation? And Jesus struck down the porn theater and planted a werewolf in there. But in Hallelujah. That, in that little exchange with the doctor, he says, there's something wrong with this place. And I was like, bitch, I need the backstory of this place. Like, what is wrong with that place that makes werewolves? Because I need to know. Okay, but... Is it like a spring you drink from or what? Because I'll go... He saw what the werewolf did to uh, David. Yeah. And he, I don't know, may or may not have seen... You mean Jack? No, I'm saying he saw what he did to David in the hospital. He may or may not have seen what Jack ended up looking like from photos or whatever. Because I don't know if they shipped that body. I don't think they did because they mentioned how they... They shipped him and buried him, so you really yeah. couldn't look at that body. Yeah, because so, yeah. the doctor said that the guy was already, or the kid was already in the ground, so like it yeah. sounded like they got. And I mean, this was back in the eighties. You think it would have like if he was say in the hospital for three weeks? You think they would have got the body, had time to arrange a funeral and everything in three weeks' time? I don't know. I don't think so. I would imagine that you'd want the body back as soon as you can. Well, yeah, I would yeah. think so too. But I would think that like everything would have to be done. Okay, it'll take in a Europe. Day. Like it would have to be embalmed and shit before it, they ship it, yeah, right? Yeah, and if you're a town hiding shit, then you're gonna hurry up and do that. Shit. Yeah, exactly. So throw it on the plane, and get the fuck out of here. Mm, okay. 
Okay. Well, I guess that doesn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> Just thinking logically here. I'm like, but wait, if I'm well, yeah, named until, Boston on a Tuesday, how are they going to get him? <laughs> it's anyway. been almost a month, Angie. David's ready to, to go on his first hunt. He is. He is. And he's not hungry for human food. They may get a point say how much he is avoiding human food he just keeps looking yeah. at it saying i'm not hungry I'm not hungry so wait is this the same day that the doctor goes up there or was this the next day that that she leaves alex or alex leaves david alone in the apartment i think it's it that the- night that he comes back or it was the day that yeah. alex works oh, okay the night. that's what it is yeah. so yeah she leaves and say like the afternoon to work yeah or to work yeah. Night shift. Yeah. And, he, and David has to break in into the fucking apartment. Yes. After, because- <laughs> oh yeah. After the little girls laugh at him and Wishbone, you know, snarls at him, mm-hmm. and then oh, the and then cat, I wrote down, yeah. I wrote down, uh, no, uh, the cat hisses at him. But I'm saying the little girls had Wishbone, mm. and he was barking at David. And then David <laughs> breaks into the apartment and plays a uh, he plays a little what I call like taxi driver werewolf. He's like, you hellin' at me. Yeah, at me? he does. He must be howling at me. It's like I'm a werewolf. There's no werewolves here but me. I love the use of music through this scene with Bad Moon Rising because <laughs> he's no. just bored, and it's just a little montage of Bad Moon Rising while he's just bored in the apartment. Yeah, he has it just build. It's this attention scene. It's just a tension building scene. That's all it is. Yeah, and it's so funny because he like he's, he throws on the TV and it's like. Well, TV sucks. I I thought it was funny. I just have to mention that in the thing, he flips the channels and he's going to is like this dark competition, and we had the captions on while we're watching it, and the announcer in the in the thing was like, "Big gross dart players." I'm like, "You're just making fun of these guys, or, or do you mean like high stakes? Like is that just like English version of like?" High money dart players, like big gross dart players, is all it said. And I'm like, that was random. Mm-hmm. Here's the funny part about the transformation scene to me. Because you get it set up to where David's at home and he's bored and you don't know what he's, he's not hungry. He's still not hungry. And he's sitting there. Like, you cut back to him after you have the scene where the doctor and, and Alex and he's like, we need to find him because, you know, blah, 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 or whatever, right? And he's sitting there and he's reading a book. And the first time I saw the movie, I thought when he yells out, Jesus Christ, I thought it was just because it was like a comedic moment to where he was just super bored. Like, oh, let me just read the Jesus Christ is a fucking bored. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, he's actually transformed. Okay, whoa, whoa, yeah, because I was a little kid when I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I, I've been that bored. We've all been that, especially as a kid. You remember just being, you know, just like, oh, I'm so bored. It's <laughs> like, so boring. And so bored, I have to scream out. But no, I so bored, I could turn into a werewolf. <laughs> his boredom triggered his transformation. Yeah. That's what it is. What if that was really? It's like that fucking Jason Statham movie, like Crank. Like you had to keep your heart rate up. Like if his boredom goes up, he yeah. turns into <laughs> a werewolf. Be a werewolf. <laughs> he gets too bored. That's He'll just the, wolf out all of a sudden. That's the scariest movie of all. It's a five-year-old <laughs> werewolf, and if he gets bored, he's gonna fucking eat you. He you gotta keep be, him entertained. He would just be a werewolf be the terrible. whole time. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. That's the nothing scariest to do. movie ever. Yep. I'm writing that right now. Oh, but he wolfs out and this wolf and that's actually where I wrote my note about the practical break of the fourth wall because he does it while he's transforming and it brings yeah. an intimate feel like you almost feel like you're sitting there with him while he's transforming and you're just like, well, yeah. I feel awkward. I needed an adult. <laughs> But the practical transformation, it's one of the best practical transformations. I mean, they use the hair pulling through. They use the elongated features and the The use of the the face and the the use of the underground, like, you know, the tearaway floor and stuff to put them under. I love all the practical shit. Yeah. I love the fact that as soon as he started turning, 
the first thing he said, sorry about the walking meatloaf line. Jack. He's like, ah, I was wrong. <laughs> it's like, like I shouldn't have called you that. Clearly, I am a werewolf, and I must admit that now. It's time to make meatloaf. But then he yes. goes on, basically, he goes on a London eating spree. He was hungry. It's a, it's a food crawl. He eats like <laughs> six people. It is a food crawl. Yeah. <laughs> like he goes on. I know. Well, he's it, and he gets a, he's all walks of life in London. He gets some hobos of London. It's the first time he's starving. Mm-hmm. He gets some tube people and. I know that the guy that he gets in the subway. I'm like, where the fuck are you gonna run, man? When you're oh, four stories underground, at least. And it's so long to walk out of that tube to the underground. Here's like, here's the thing with the with the subway for me. I, rem- I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. I remember my cousins having it on, but I really hadn't seen it since then. So the one scene that stuck in my head that resonated with me was the subway scene. Because I think when I was a kid, I remember seeing that one and that freaked me out. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. The whole I- the tension with him coming up after like coming up at- after that guy as he's on the escalator, especially after that second escalator when he's fallen yeah. or just jumped onto it and his nose is all bleeding and you kind of see the full werewolf for the first time because yeah. it crawls yeah. out and even though it's far away like that effect is very very it works very well yeah it definitely yeah. works well and that, and that's the thing like i'm saying like where the fuck are you gonna run you've already gone up this is your second escalator there may yeah. be another one oh or there's two, two. There's there may least, be two yeah at least a couple yeah. more that you have to go to get out of that subway in, in fucking england and that's not if there's not that's only if there's escalators there might be some fucking stairs you gotta go up oh, through yeah. more corridors like the underground like is a fucking underground fucking tunnel of shit yeah you're stuck <laughs> you're stuck there but I, I, I did have to make a note that two people wouldn't be like, excuse me. They No, two people mind their own business. <laughs> two people yeah. be like, I hear a noise over there. I'm just going to walk away <laughs> and mind my own business. Stop saying two people. No Why? One, nobody from England is going to care. They're two subway. people. Okay, it's fine. Subway. subway. American, I wrote tube. American says subway. Fine. I wrote no tube. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the tube. tube. The tube people? What the <laughs> fuck does they have? Tube well, it's people. their subway. <laughs> the underground, whatever you call it. Well, the thing that I thought was funny, too, I got one little thing. When he kills the, the couple that are going to the dinner party, and who was it? I'm assuming it was the dad, and he's like, oh, it's so and so playing one of his pranks. Oh, yeah. The guy they're going to see. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I love the, the, the chick in that scene. She's like, there's something going on out there. There's hooligans in the park. And you're like, what? Yeah. And if there are, leave them alone. Let them be in the park. <laughs> Nothing no, to do I, with I you. Just, I just pictured Frodo hanging out in the park after he made that stupid soccer hooligans movie. The soccer hooligans, like, There's hooligans maybe. in the park. I'm like, Frodo and some other Irish dude, maybe? I don't know. And, and then, then those poor homeless, really scared those poor homeless guys. Yeah, the they poor, were just They yeah. were just enjoying their time outside and they got eaten. Mm-hmm. Just being hobos of London. Trying exactly. to mind their business. Is that a is that a John Landis trademark? Are there hobos in most of his movies? Probably. I think coming to America, there's hobos. Well, I think he adds a lot of like real world, real world elements to his films. So I mean, you got to have. Well, homeless you're right. People. Then, then werewolves <laughs> would pick off homeless people because it's just they easy. would. It's easy pickings. So they're usually in the dark alley. Like, maybe maybe in the 80s, maybe that's how they tried to get rid of the homeless. They infected mm-hmm. people with werewolfism, and that's, that's how they did go. it. See, this is actually how the purge is going to yes. happen. It's not yes. going to be. It's it's not going to be we just let everybody like we mm-hmm. just make werewolves and let them out on full moons. Yeah. Yep. And then David does the most American man thing and wakes up naked in the zoo. <laughs> <It's> 
lunch from London. <laughs> I know you could literally like you could just explain. I mean, maybe not now, but like in the eighties, you could have like, sorry, your your alcohol is a little more strong than I'm mm-hmm. used to, and they're like, oh, you stupid American, oh, stupid American. I mean, <laughs> stupid Yang. Later in the movie, he tries to get arrested. He straight tells people he he's really, murdered people, he's and really the cop was like, get out of here he with called, you. He called the prince. <laughs> the gay. only like, yeah. he was just like, arrest me, you stupid asshole. Like, the only reason he was going to get arrested is because he was being a dick and calling out the, the police officer. He's like, all right, I'm going to arrest you now. Mm-hmm. And then who was it that defends him? And he's like, oh, no, he's just being a Alex. jerk. Alex. Alex. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, poor daddy issues Alex. She's got some problems. No, I, I wrote down <laughs> I wrote down at the end of this whole thing, you know, how fucked up is Alex's self-esteem about herself, right? Oh, She's so like, fucked up. Like, like, sorry, I don't date much. Like, you're you're dating Alex now. Like, you just meet her at the fucking pub or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, my last boyfriend was a werewolf. And like, okay, Ooh. even so, David gets back to Alex's apartment right after this doctor has after, been like <laughs> after he steals the kids' balloons. And like American men stole oh, yeah. my balloons. A naked American men stole my Ama- balloons. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. And a stylish ladies coat. A sty- that's my thing. Yeah. So David shows back up after being gone all night, not knowing what he's done. His clothes are missing. And Alex is just like, come on, let's go to the hospital. But he said, I love well, you he, later. So it's he all does good. Yeah. So he does say, I love you. So. And then the doctor's like, is he fine? Is he fine? She's like, oh no, he's just really horny. But other than that, he's we'll good. Be, we'll be there well, in about wait, wait. an hour. Wait, go back just a little bit. The one thing I wanted to bring up is when... The doctor asks Alice while they're at work if she's seen him. He's like, well, he's supposed to be at home. He's like, can you I call him? Me, the thing is, like, okay, you're staying at somebody's house you don't know. Me being me, I'm going to hear the phone ring. I'm like, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> well, and plus, we don't even use home phones anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're kind of scared hear, of those things now. <laughs> but she did, have an, she did have an answering machine, though. So she could have been yeah. like, hey, David, it's me. I'm going to call back. Yeah. Answer the damn phone. Like, I wouldn't have answered the phone. I would have been sitting there like, no, I'm not answering that thing. Well, I not the first like, time, but after she says on the answering yeah. machine. like, And she doesn't even leave a message, though, either. So. No. Nope. Yeah. She's like, oh, he's not answering. But no, she he just shows up naked in somebody in some chick's coat. I know. How did he get on the bus? How did he pay for the bus? I don't know. Just Maybe he found, found some change. He, like, found, he stole yeah. that bitch as well. He it found a pound in the, in, the, in the jacket somewhere. Mm. Yeah. But he, he remembered her address. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he knows. I mean, how or would you, you remember how to get there? He, okay, A, he which woke bus do you up get on? in London. How would you know which bus to get I know. On? <laughs> let's, let's analyze this real quick, right? <laughs> he was in East Proctor, got attacked by a fucking werewolf. Woke up in London. three weeks in a coma. Spent another four or five days after the coma, got up, went to her place, and then woke up at the fucking zoo. Yeah, I don't know where. He'd been homeless yeah. the rest of the fucking Yeah, day. he wouldn't have been able to find his way back to Alex's. There's no like, fucking I'm way. Lost. Maybe she made him like remember the address or something. Be like, uh, me doubts. You stupid American. You're me doubts. <laughs> she wasn't the brightest crayon uh, in the bucket yeah, either. But she, no, she but she got him in her lair, so she didn't want him to let him go. Mm. So she was like, in case. She wrote it in permanent marker on his butt cheek. I love how yeah. when they're on their way to the hospital and they're in the taxi, he finds out he murdered people. I'm like, you probably should have guessed that, right? Like, you woke yeah. up in the fucking zoo 
after you became a werewolf, you probably should have realized you murdered people. Well, he does say that he didn't remember anything. He's like, the cat hissed at me and I had to break in and then I, was, I wasn't hungry and I watched a little bit of television and then I woke up in the zoo. But still. Not just that, though, but he said he had felt the best he'd ever felt in his life. Yeah. Like, yeah, he ate six people. He's fucking full. He's good fucking for a month. Full. But I'm just like, you kind of should have guessed you murdered people, right? Your dead friend has been trying to tell you you're a werewolf. That you're a werewolf. Like six to eight hours of your life missing. You woke up naked in a werewolf pin. You probably should have yeah. assumed you ate some people. Those are just regular wolves, Angie. They weren't werewolves. Well, I guess they you were just regular wolves. I, I do want to go to the zoo that has a werewolf, so. I would, yeah. except, I would for, except for that one night a year, it's just naked dudes in a cage. <laughs> and it's like, never mind. I don't, I don't hey, to, people would go to see that. That one night a fucking month. It's like, yeah, it's a werewolf. But he tries to get arrested. That plan falls apart because Alex is dumbass. And then he sees Jack again, and Jack is even more grotesque this time around. You and can still s- horny. And still horny. He's like, hey, I'm going to dip into this porn theater. Why don't you come meet me here when you're done there? And until you told me the name of the porn, I just wrote, is this called Oh Sorry the Porn? <laughs> because <laughs> so many parts of that movie were like, oh, I thought sorry. I told you never to do that again. Not you, huh? <laughs> like, what? I've never seen you before in my life. What is Oh, sorry. This? Yes, it's just, oh, sorry, the porn. And I was like, isn't that just all British porn? <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> just imagine that's most British porn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot Hello, of British Mom. porn, so I wouldn't know. Do you care for a shack? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what Hello, I imagine Mom. it is. But a pint They're being very proper. Mm-hmm. Pint in a shack? Oh, and then he he meets all the people he murdered, and I love how helpful they are in trying to give him ways to commit suicide. I know where you can get a gun. See, they're all just so polite about that. Hobo way. was up to some crime, so yeah. that hobo was like, "Well, fuck him. I don't give a fuck. I don't know that guy." <laughs> I don't know. He was better off in limbo. At least he wasn't cold or hungry. Mm-hmm. I guess and no. He, and but he's in a porn all the people now. are not happy about. They being wouldn't murdered. have let him no. in that porn theater. In well, his, he didn't in have money. Original, right? In his original hobo state, they wouldn't have let him in. Mm-hmm. I doubt it's two pounds eighty. Like this was like. I, mean, I don't know how much that is in America. <laughs> but, but anyway, the moon comes out and David starts wolfing out at the porno theater. And I love that there's <laughs> some guy in a trench coat standing next to I him. I know. Like, I'm uh, like, is this dude trying to like, like go away? Is this how you the used guy to wanted meet to up? watch? Is this how you used to meet up before Grinder and shit? Is like you had to go. To, like, no, the, the guy, the guy wanted to watch either way. Oh, well, he could have gone so to the like, fucking ham palace. It's probably just down the street. Yeah. This was before it opened. That's true. Okay. Come on. Okay. Could have been around. okay, come on. If this was 1981 and this is the porn that you saw in a porn theater in England and it was in like Piccadilly a, a, Circus. A, a, com- a comedic like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Then no, they weren't ready for the fucking Ham Palace yet. All right. They hadn't evolved there yet. Oh, he wolfs out at the porno theater and then there is madness on the streets of Piccadilly Circus. That's what I, love I, wrote. That the, I love that the cops are like, nope, just close this. Just close. Yep. Close nope. up shop. Just the gonna theater's close closed. Yep. Everyone get out of here. Just, <laughs> that there's people. Nope. Fuck it. And they're they're gone. Well, Sorry. They, they, they don't have guns. They nope. knew they could be like, we can't do shit. Well, the, one cop was like, tell them to bring the rifles. Yeah, we need like, the rifles now. Like, we I need have, them. I have the stupid club and that is it. So fuck, close this yep. theater. I am done. Call for backup. Well, see, they have to be smarter there. They have to just close that shit because they don't have guns. They can't just be like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what we do here. Close this down, set it on fire. <laughs> no, nope, there's evil in here. Uh, but even the little little porn lady out front she was like oh she was having a fit of hysteria <laughs> some sort of animal oh. 
And then Alex goes to Piccadilly. Yes, Alex goes to Piccadilly Circus to try to tell David she loves him too. Wait, hold on. You're skipping ahead because I I, I do want to mention. Okay. um, When he finally gets out of the theater, uh, that's when good cop, dumb cop show up, and that's when good cop, the older one, is like, "All right, what's going on here?" And then that's the exact moment that David busts out and just rips his fucking head off. Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw a. We saw a screening. Uh, it was supposed to be a screening of Animal House, and then afterwards, it was going to have John Landis there. It's like an evening with. It was yeah. It was one of those Q and A kind of things. Uh, he was he was friends with one of my professors, and they were doing an evening or whatever. So, so anyway, he gets to telling the story about this movie, and this whole movie, like pretty much everyone that they did it, besides Rick Baker and the main characters of David and Jack, they were all English actors and like people that worked on the film. So they were doing the shot of the head that hits the hood of the car and bounces off after he rips off that cop's head. And he goes and is like, all right, we're trying to get this shot real quick because they're filming Piccadilly Circus at night and they're trying to you know, finish up and everything. He's like, I'm going to say action. Just throw the head. Let it bounce off the hood. And then we'll cut. So the guy throws it and it just kind of, you know, goes across the screen, doesn't bounce off the hood. <laughs> so he tells him, all right, let's do it again. And the guy just throws the head again. And so finally, they go to film it the third time, and one of the other PAs or someone that was an Englishman is like, he means for you to throw it across the bloody bonnet, mate. Because he didn't know what the <laughs> fuck the hood of the car meant. Yeah. So that's when he's like, oh, he's like, the guy understood then. He's like, and that's when you got the next shot that actually made the movie, where you see the head just bounce a couple times off that. So I thought it was just a funny story that he shared about just, you know, filming internationally <laughs> and just what words mean to everyone. Mm-hmm. But then David is dead because the rifles had gotten there. (laughs) I know the the SWAT team shows up and uh, I love how it's like they couldn't keep any of these fucking people away from the scene like at all in this fucking movie because they were there everywhere. And just like Alex shows up and just Let me through. Let me through. Why, bitch? Yeah, it just runs past. (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Bitch, there is a werewolf over there. He's eating like six people. But I love him. Yeah, and I love it. It's just like, David, (laughs) David, I love you. They're going to kill you. And then they did. And then they did. And then David is yep. did. Did. And movie's did. over. I love the credit scene. It it's it goes along with the rest of the film. It is just abrupt and it's just a happy song. Yeah. And then I guess the werewolf curse has been lifted then? So, so is the okay. werewolf curse of the the place? These Brightonton? Is that what it was East called? East Proctor. East Proctor. So is the werewolf curse of East Proctor, is, cur- is that curse broken then? Yeah, okay. Because that's what I didn't understand either. How was Jack able to see David if the guy that killed Jack was dead and he said that the curse needs to be lifted? <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Well, we've gone cross-eyed. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> so why did he see know. everybody that the other girl, old Henry I don't know. Kid, right? Well, I guess we didn't need to think about it that hard, but the curse has been lifted. And my final thoughts for this week, I'll go first, is I love this movie. It's a great werewolf movie. It sets up generic werewolf mythology for anybody who doesn't know general werewolf mythology. Uh, You got a lot of British dry humor in it. And I think that's all because it's great and you should watch it. It's currently on HBO. HBO Max. Sure. Go ahead, Sal. This movie's a classic. It's Jonathan Landis. You really can't go wrong with really anything that he does. It's it's a must-watch for me. It's one of those things I remember, like I said, when I was a kid, I saw it, and I went a while without seeing it until we did we did the podcast for it. 
and it brought some some of those memories back from when I was a kid, especially the the subway scene. How it freaked me out when I was a kid, and I was like, "How in the world did it freak me out when I was a kid?" But again, it's a classic. I say go watch it. I'm going to take you to London Sol and go into the subway, and then I might have to. And then when you go down all those escalators, and you realize you're like four to eight floors down. You're, Bring you'll water. Be freaked yeah. out. Bring you'll water. Be freaked out. <laughs> you have to trek your way out of there. Us Americans aren't used to walking so much. Like I need some escalators. <laughs> I love this movie. Um, I want there to be a. I wanted there to be an '80s spinoff where it was David and Jack as like roommates. But, you know, <laughs> Jack is still in limbo and it's like... It's like an odd couple type it thing. It is, yeah. The whole odd couple. Like, like yeah. And, and the Jack is just like, you know, he, he just gives shit about David's choices in life, about mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, you're dating that girl. Now. Remember, it's all your fault. <laughs> Good night, David. It's all your fault. See, this could have worked. Would have worked. Yeah. Instead, I also... I, watching this movie a couple times for the podcast, I also wanted to make a sequel to this movie to where um, Alex was pregnant and had a baby and the werewolf's <gasps> curse. A baby was werewolf? Then, was then onto the baby. Oh. Yes. And she's so stupid, she would have raised it and fed it. Yeah. Yep. She would have killed for it. You know what I would have done? I would have oh, went back at- to East Proctor and be like, look, bitches, you gave me this curse. Now you figure this shit out. <laughs> hey. Let's make this long, you know, 30, 40 year fucking 40 something years by the time we get this out or whatever. The dart player still this, alive, right? Let's, let's make, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. We could do it. She's still alive, obviously. Yeah, we got this. We could we do could make this do sequel it. where she just raised the kid in East Proctor the whole time and mm-hmm. there was the town. That's burden. what the world needs right now. That'll cure yes. 2020. American werewolf. It'll break the curse. <laughs> it's a half American werewolf in London because he's only half. So, okay. Quick question. Was... American werewolf in Paris supposed to be connected to this in any way other than it was just a werewolf in Paris title? I well, don't I, know. Like, well, here's one of the things that I read on the trivia thing, which I don't know if it has anything to do with American werewolf in Paris, but I remember when, what's his face, Jonathan Landis was trying to get the permits to make the movie and they weren't giving him, like they were saying, oh, why don't you do this? I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do one. I'm not going to film it here. I'll just go film it in Paris. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll go ahead and give you the permits and everything you need. To, he to, needed to a work here. visa for, yeah. they, they gave him that's, the work yeah, visa for John Landis, David Naughton, who was David, and yeah. Baker. And, but they didn't want to give it to Griffin Dunn, who played Jack. Yeah. And they're like, just cast an English guy here. Like you're already gonna film it here, and this is like so. He's like, well, maybe if I just change the movie to American Werewolf in Paris, then yeah, that's what, it, yeah, that's what it was. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it at all, but I thought it was funny when I saw that there was an actual movie called American Werewolf in Paris. I'm like, have you not seen it? I don't think I've seen the Paris. Oh, one. Oh, it's it's kind of bad. It's a '90s. It's, it's yeah. a late '90s, early 2000s type not, style horror. Yeah, and it definitely an MTV style horror. Yeah, I would say. it's, it's okay. one of those in the in that era that where. You definitely are like, this is not the horror I grew up on, and I don't okay. know what this is. Yeah. Okay. But it's got a lot of the same types of themes in it, like the dry comedy and I mean, stuff. It's, it's basically a, a different story that's the same. Yeah, he, pretty much. It's, it's just two, in Paris. It's just two dudes that go to Paris <laughs> that yeah. are from America. There's there's more raunchy humor sex yeah. stuff in it. There's a lot of 90s underground like uh, rave dancing scenes. Yeah. If it's an, Okay, if it's, a, if it's late 90s, I may have. Because I thought it was like 
early 80s, but if you're saying late 90s, I may have watched no, it. No, it's just, it Bush did the song a, for okay. it. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's, one of those like it's 90s, studio like, yeah. horror okay. movies where it, we, you're not missing much. No, But anyway, I think that's Can it. I do my final thoughts? Though? I thought you already did. Yeah, you already did. Not really. I you said you loved it. All right, well, finish. Go. I love this movie. Um, I do have a lot of nostalgia about this movie. I think it's one of the first werewolf movies I saw when I was a kid. Again, my parents let me watch movies that I probably shouldn't have way too young in life. But thank God, because I love this movie. I've always I've always thought it was one of the best transformation scenes. Definitely my top five. I will die on that hill. Um, <laughs> if you don't love this movie, I would love to know why. Because it's, it's definitely, you know, it is an 80s movie. So don't go into it in 2020 thinking it's going to be a 2020 werewolf movie. Well, and see, this was my first time watching it completely all the way through. Like, growing up, I, I hadn't seen it like you guys had seen it. I'd seen the transformation scenes, and I'd seen good chunks of the film throughout time, just because I'm a horror fan, and, I mean, you see that shit. But I had never seen Beginning to End until we sat down to watch it for this <laughs> for this podcast. And I actually, even today, I'm still, like, it's a standard 80s horror movie. You know what yeah. you're going to get going into it, but it's got some great things that still really hold up today. So even if you didn't see it as a young child, you're, you could still find a lot of joy in this film, even without the nostalgia. Just my quick side note. Just just, just to hijack my final thoughts. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you go into it knowing it's an 80s movie and giving it some leeway on some of the 80s-ishness that I will call it, then it's still a great movie. It still holds up. Mm-hmm. And and um, John Landis, call me. We're going to talk about the sequel. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. We're coming back with you next week with the 2003 film, Wrong Turn, to close out our summer collection for July. <laughs> we got a couple things in the works for August and September. But if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at podcast at scarynerd.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com backslash scarynerd. You can go to hor- uh, scarynerd.com for more horror entertainment news. And we will be back next week with Wrong Turn. I'm kind of excited for that one because I haven't seen it in a long, long time. And I know most 2000s, early 2000s films don't age well. So I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, but that's it for this week. We will see you guys next week. I've never seen it. So You've I never think, seen it? No. Oh. Oh. So I, and I'm just looking at an IMDb and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have fun. Oh, with this yeah. Movie. I just... I can already tell. It's going to be a fun episode next week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's it for this week. It's got the dude that played Elton in the Clueless. Yes. Elton is in there. Yes. Rolling with the homies. All right. That's everything for this week, guys. We're going to let you guys go. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.